Hey guys, thank you for joining me on this journey 365. It's going to be an amazing year. We're going to feel so great at the end. Stick with me. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, we're just going to look inside of ourselves and see what we are supposed to be. We may already be there. We may have some stuff to work on. I certainly have plenty to work on, but I am a much farther along in my process than I was 10 years ago. So along this journey, we're all going to hold space for ourselves to be able to open ourselves up and see exactly who our authentic selves are and try and make our lives meet that of all that we are, this beautiful, wonderful person we are inside. We want to feel this beautiful, wonderful feeling all the time. We want it to be expressed in our emotions, in our feelings, how we act, what we do, where we work, how we interact with our friends, our family, our children. This next 365 days, we're going to work on how we are going to have the best of us all of the time. Or at least most of the time. No one's perfect, right? It's going to be a journey. And we're going to do it together. And it's going to be some good times. And there's going to be some hard times. And I think that what we first need to understand and appreciate and set as guidelines is the fact that no one is perfect. And it's okay to experience emotions. Um, and it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be frustrated. Because I feel like those are the emotions that sometimes can push us the farthest into creating a better life for ourselves. And and for our families. Um, but I also want um, people to understand and learn how to express it appropriately. Um, understand that anger is actually a secondary emotion. Um, normally after sadness if they aren't getting heard. So we're going to work on how we can identify how we're feeling and why we're feeling that way. Oftentimes, when we end up having a freak out moment, and certainly I am a person who has done that. <laughs> Most recently, I have done that, even just a couple days ago. But it wasn't about what I was being upset about at all. It was about something completely different. And if we can easily um, stop, take a look at where we're at, um, see what's bothering us, see how we can change things, um, I think it helps um, bring the peace to your, your life faster. Um, and, you know, it's okay to be angry, but I, it's not okay to be angry for days. That's not okay for your health. It's not good for you. Um, and it's something that if you can process your emotions, um, more quickly, you're going to be a happier, healthier person. Um, happy quantifies things. And I don't like to say that happy is the way you want to be all the time, because certainly there are places for sadness and anger and frustration because, that's just part of life. Um, but how we deal with it is really where we're going to be working. So we're going to go from, we're going to take a situation where maybe I was a little frustrated or angry and we're going to walk through um, a good way to deal with it and less than good way to deal with it and um, less than desirable way, not say good way. Um, just so that we can work on, you know, being able to communicate with each other because communication is number one. Um, without good communication, uh, things fall through the cracks. And you start to have holes in your relationship. You have re uh, resentment. Um, you have guilt um, about how you behave and what you say. And a lot of times we have a hard time apologizing 
or even understanding why we're upset. Um, so that's what we're going to go through today. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. And it's something that I want to bring up throughout my sessions with you guys or podcasts, as you would say. Um, let's talk about different situations that people maybe are going through and trying to find um, a way to get them through it in a less um, traumatic and hurtful way. Um, life's a journey, but there is isn't. I won't say any right or wrong ways of dealing with things, but certainly there are ways that are going to feel better in the end for um, yourself, number one, and number two, for everybody else involved. So stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of talking to do. So the other day, you know, I'm, I've been working on uh, my health coaching business and I put together an event. Um, it's really a fun event with other like-minded people who like healthy things at a local restaurant in town. And I worked really hard on it. This restaurant is new. They provide healthy options to people. And I um, just really like this restaurant. It tends to be a place I can go and eat when I am super exhausted. I don't have anything left in me and I want to eat something that's good for my body, but I don't want to cook it myself. Um, so I've noticed that they they were struggling with sales a little bit. So I decided that it would be good to um, get a few um, girls together, local small businesses and have this event. So that event was on Saturday and it was super fun and it was great seeing all of um, the other girls that participated in the event and some of the other girls that came out to support us. But I was a little bit disappointed in um, the turnout. I, I had put a lot of effort into advertising the event, um, posted it on you know websites, I posted it on Facebook and different groups, and I really worked really hard to try and get people to the event. And um, it was kind of like my launch for my business. I have this new um, thing that I'm doing in my business and I wanted to promote it. And, um, you know, I, I did, I, everybody got some sales. I mean, I was, I think that um, I was disappointed because I, you know, I got these women together to do this event and I felt like overall it didn't, um, wasn't as great as I thought it would be. Um, I'm also new to vendor events, so I'm not like super familiar with how they're supposed to go and um, all the other um, vendors at this event um, were very gracious and very nice and they'd already done vendor events and they know that sometimes you get sales and sometimes you don't at them. Um, but I'm not used to that. And so um, I was really excited that everybody had some sales at the event. So that was awesome. Um, I was kind of the only person who didn't end up really having anybody order anything or um, schedule any sessions with me and I was feeling pretty down about that I was feeling sad because I felt like um, the other vendors hadn't really um, gotten any uh, true sales where their time maybe would have been worth it but I was so grateful to them for um, trying and I was hoping that the business um, that we were at would get more sales and I did I think but not as much as I was hoping I was hoping to really like knock the socks off the people and get this really great event to support um, local women and local small businesses and it just didn't quite go the way I had it in my mind 
So I was feeling kind of down. And I don't think that I processed it well. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to just brush it off and be like, it's okay, it's fine, you know, it's just, this was kind of the kickoff I thought I was going to have, and it didn't really work out that way, and so the next, you know, and then I came home that night, and my, my, my younger son, who's, you know, one years old, was up, and so I, you know, I slept with him in his room um, overnight, and it was a really, I didn't get much sleep, so the next day when I got up, I, I got up, my husband was a know he was a little off and he was kind of cranky a little bit and I was um so I was trying to do the dishes and get my son ready for Sunday school and um you know I was just trying to get everything done because I didn't I felt bad that I had been so busy the day before I hadn't really got to spend time with my family I had been so busy with the event and other things that I didn't really get to spend time with them so I was feeling like I'd kind of let my husband kind of take over everything and I had walked out and kind of gone to do my own thing and it really hadn't panned out the way I wanted it to and I wasn't really in the best mood so anyway I got my kid uh, to Sunday school my son Sunday school and I came back to clean the house and I, it, you know I went throughout the day I, I was babysitting that day for a couple of kids and I knew my son was super excited for them to come over and my six-year-old and so I was ready for that and I, they came over and they were here and I was just so tired and my son he struggles a little bit when kids come over um, I'm also a, a home daycare provider during the week as I'm transitioning through businesses and trying to be with my kids but you know also trying to meet the financial ne needs of my family um, I love working with kids I love being around kids but um, I know that being a daycare provider isn't my forever, it's my for now. Um, so my son gets a little bit jealous anytime another kid comes in the house, even though he's excited that they're here. So for the first couple hours, he just uh, acts up. He has a hard time. He doesn't want to hang out with the other the other kids. He um, gets really loud. He gets in your face. He it's like he needs more attention and the hard part is is when I was super tired I was already feeling super um, sad I mean I mentioned it to my husband that I was sad about how the event that turned out I mean it was great but it wasn't as good as I'd hoped and I know I shouldn't be sad but I was sad and um, and then my son was having these emotions that were like right in my face and he was screaming in my face and I'm trying to like stay calm and present and not be upset and just be a mom but um, it was very difficult it was hard to um, hold my my space for him in that moment when I wasn't I had my own emotions I was dealing with um, you know after a couple hours he was able to calm down um, but it took a lot out of me to hold my emotions in check well, um, kind of catering to his emotions in that moment. And so I was pretty tired by the end of the day, and the house was a mess again. And so I had to clean up the house because it's Sunday, and the next day the kids are coming at 6.30 in the morning, and things are going to need to get done. And I was doing the dishes. I, honestly, I do dishes so much. I am so tired of dishes <laughs> that... Um, I was doing the dishes and the dishwasher just wouldn't close properly and 
it, it the rack got off kilter and it just was the breaking point in my day like I had held my emotions in check all day long I was tired I was crabby I didn't you know I wasn't feeling 100% I didn't eat that great that day simply because I just didn't have the energy to do it um, you know my son had been in my face my you know my one-year-old wasn't feeling very good so he was kind of whiny and clingy um, and my husband I don't think he was feeling that great either and he was kind of feeling like you were gone yesterday it's your turn to step up today um, so I got mad <laughs> and I got mad and I kicked over the garbage can and I started crying and I grabbed my keys to the car and I went to the car and I opened the garage door and I went to back out and I stopped and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I so upset? And so I came back into the garage, I shut the garage door, I turned off the car and I sat in my car and I just cried. And I cried, and I cried, and I cried, and I cried. All the emotions that I had had um, held inside of me all day long. And I cried. I cried. I was like, life is so hard today, and I don't know why it is so hard. And I'm so upset. And so I, you know, I sat there for about ten minutes, and I cried. And then I came inside, and my husband was had cleaned up the garbage that I had kicked over on the floor and he was sort of huffy and he was mad at me and I understand I shouldn't have acted that way it was completely inappropriate and I talked to him about how I was feeling I said in I am just over emotion today is just a really hard day for me I feel like nothing is going right and I'm feeling very overwhelmed and I said, and in the future, if you ever see me act like that where I kick over a garbage can, the best thing that you can do for me is come over and say, honey, I see that you are having a hard time. And give me a hug. And I will probably melt into your arms just bawling my eyes out because life is just overwhelming in that moment. It isn't that I don't love my family. Um, it's just sometimes I just don't have anything left to give. I'm, you know, I've outputted all of my energy level to the world and it hasn't come back to me and I'm spent and I apologize for kicking over the garbage can I um you know he you know I thanked him for cleaning it up he helped me clean the house um quietly he's just a quiet person so sometimes I just feel bad because he just sits there quietly and um, doesn't say much and he has a hard time I think he, he does support me. He just struggles with um, how to say anything. So after that, I, 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 I host a farm drop at my house for a, a local farmer where people order directly from him. He drops it at my house. They come and pick it up at my house. Um, and so I was trying to get all of the paperwork together for that. And I kid you not, I was having such a trouble time with it. Um, the, you know, our... Microsoft Office isn't uh, has is expired now, so I haven't been um, able to use Microsoft Word anymore. So now I've been trying to use Google Docs, and so he had sent me the price list and what's available in this Word document, and it, it so I had to download it into Google Docs to try and get it to work, and it would not um, format correctly for me to copy and paste that 
into my Google form for the order form. And so I could, it was uh, um, pretty much a nightmare. So I was trying to go back and forth from the price list to my Google form, trying to get all the prices right on all the different products. And I was the internet was freezing up. My husband went and got the cord for me and he was, you know, just kind of sat there with me while I was doing it. And he could just see the frustration on me, but also he understood the frustration because he was trying to help me and nothing was going right. That's kind of the theme of my day. And so um, I finally said, you know what, I'm just going to print the price list, that way it'll be right next to me, and I can just look back and forth instead of having to flip from page to page on the computer. And he's like, okay, I'll go down and get it off the printer because there are printers in the basement. And so I printed it, and he came up, and literally the part of the price list that I needed <laughs> to make that f final part of the form did not show up. So it was not there. So the printing thing was pointless. I ended up having to go back and forth with it for the rest of the day. And it, literally, we kind of giggled about it because at that point, I had, he understood that I was overwhelmed. He knew that things weren't going right. And I understood that things weren't going right. And I kind of surrendered to the day. It was just like, all right, that's it. I'm getting it done. I'm posting it up. And I'm going to bed. And um, that's kind of what we did. And I went to bed. And I mean, this was like, 6.30 at night. So we were done at 6.30 at night and I went to bed at 6.30 at night because I had had enough. I could not do anymore. The kids fell asleep early and um, I was just, that was the best I could do for the day. So um, that's a little experience where I probably shouldn't have gotten so upset or I shouldn't have held my emotions in. I should have let myself feel upset about um, my disappointment in myself and then it makes me um, insecure about my future as a health coach. I want to help people. I know that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, but I'm not sure how I'm supposed to get there. I, I know that I can help people. I, you know, my husband has been helping me get my office together in the house. I have an in-home office and, um, I love helping people. That's what I like to do. And so it's kind of this catch-22. Do I um, go out into the world and expend all this energy trying to get clients and like have nothing in return? Um, you know, my husband has his own business, but um, it's a smaller business. So between the two of us, we can, you know, we survive. We do okay. Um, so it's not like I can just drop doing my, you know, my 9 to 5 or my 6.30 to 5, if you will, um, with the daycare kids. And it's also something that I feel is actually very beneficial for my children to have daycare here um, and actually beneficial for me. I've learned a lot through um, daycare. I've learned about patience and emotions. And, you know, if there's anything you can learn from children, it's that, like, if you see, you can see how adults um, where they came from and where things weren't exactly um, taught like social emotional skills are something that just isn't taught in school anymore and um, you know we're so focused on our you know our, our letters our numbers our math our reading um, our writing that we we don't think about the social emotional part of life and you know that's something I really focus on with my daycare kids along with like healthy eating certainly we still do our letters our numbers we read lots of books we go on lots of field trips um, we get a lot of creative play we do a lot of um, artwork and different things but um, 
ultimately in the end, if you don't work on the social emotional skills now, me being before five, I mean, I have some kids that are older than five, but um, before age five, it's going to be a real struggle for them in school. Like, I actually see it as a great opportunity. I've had a lot of these kids since they were babies, so it's been really helpful for me to, um, I've worked with them from when they were like, couldn't even talk or walk. I've watched them grow up through these different steps, and it's really kind of fun to see, because some of them are like four and five now, and it's fun to see how they interact with each other. They've been together a long time, so it's interesting to see like how they interacted like when they were two or one, when they would, you know, they'd hit each other or bite each other if they were upset or they were frustrated because they couldn't communicate it, you know, and then you got the twos to threes where, you know, they're kicking and they're screaming and they're yelling at you and they don't understand what they're doing. They're just upset, and you know, to now when they're like three and a half, four years old, um, almost five, where like they actually understand a little bit more and um, they can talk it out a little bit more. And I like to allow them to talk it out a little bit. I mean, I'm always listening to what's happening, but I don't always step in and, you know, see, you know, this is the way it should be. I just want them to work it out. Um, and I think if they can work out their issues without having to come to me, that is a huge step on an emotion, um, social emotional level. Um, but I also try and help them understand that, um, you know, if their friend's feeling sad today, or they're feeling mad today, or they didn't sleep well, or they don't feel good, or um, something else is going on, or they feel left out. Like a lot of that, I like um, allowing them to step in um, and help their friends. They really do um, show a lot of empathy in my daycare for each other. Um, they're very helpful for one another, um, sometimes too helpful, um, but they really try to appreciate one another and that's something that I've learned a lot from and also I feel like I've, I've cultivated within them um, which was actually a lot of hard work on my behalf simply it was a lot of hard work on me personally I had to um, figure out how to step aside from my emotions because a lot of times um, it's really high stress when kids were biting each other I would be afraid a parent would be angry at me if a kid bit one another um, you know I would be afraid if a kid fell over or got pushed or something happened that a parent would be really upset with me now that doesn't happen that much or it's certainly very minor if it does happen um, and so it was something to deal with um, for me um, on a uh, deal with my insecurities, get confident in what I could do, um, and really make a difference in, in their lives. So I guess I'm just uh, moving this podcast into a grander scale of um, helping others um, learn how to basically deal with each other on a more simplistic level, um, but also be able to look within themselves and figure out exactly what's actually bothering you. Um, is it really the person that's tailgating you that's bothering you or is it the fact that your child's in the car and that puts your child in danger that's bothering you? Um, you know, it's it's a secondary emotion. Yeah, they're tailgating you. They're, they're putting your family in danger. That can be very um, um, scary and therefore it can create a lot of uh, different emotions within your body. So if we can kind of look at that like wow, you know, 
right now I'm feeling, you know, nervous because this person is tailgating me or that person sped by or this person's driving really slow. Um, understand that um, a lot of that comes with just, um, it could be impatient, could be late for work. You could, could be screaming in the back of the car, like driving you insane. Like you just need to get them to daycare without like losing your mind and um, so that you can breathe. Um, and the biggest thing is we're going to figure out um, how to find ways to breathe in situations like that. Like, um, if a car is going really slow, does it really help to tailgate them? Just because you're mad because you need to get to work or, you know, they really shouldn't be going that slow on the freeway anyway. So, um, you know, tailgating them isn't going to necessarily make them move faster. Um, it puts your life more in danger because you're so close to the car. What if they have to slam on their brakes and you're too close and you end up getting in a car accident? That would be sad too. So it's figuring out um, how to handle our emotions in the moment. Um, but first of all, we need to step back after the moment and kind of reanalyze why we feel that way um, to help us understand so that in the next time when we're in that similar situation we can go aha I think that this is because of this and not because of that um, I am a super laid-back driver in regards to um, traffic now I certainly don't have to drive in traffic like I said I work from home so um, I'm just super laid-back I guess I've always have been I kind of just kind of keep back. I mean, I'll go around someone if they're going really slow if I can, or I just stay back and chill in the back. But I am also a person who likes to be on time. So I tend to leave earlier than I uh, need to. Um, at least I used to. <laughs> um, now that I have two kids, it's really difficult to get out of the door early. Um, I think planning makes a big difference in how we go about um, our days. Um, if we don't have a well-planned day or at least have um, a schedule or um, I guess, um, how do I describe it, um, tools available to us in a um, an easy way to get to them, our days uh, are a little bit more stressful. So not necessarily like planning out your entire day, but if you have at least your clothes put away in the right spot and um, food in your fridge um, that's easily accessible to you, um, your day is probably going to start a little bit better than um, if you get up, you don't know what you're going to wear, you can't find anything, everything's all over the floor, um, then you come downstairs and you can't find anything to eat and you're feeling super stressed out and you're super tired because you stayed up late the night before. Um, it's just not um, going to start your day very well. Um, but if you have, um, you know, food in your fridge, you have your outfit picked out, or at least you know where that it, it is, and it's clean, um, then you're going to have a lot better options available to you, and your day is just going to feel better. Um, there's a lot of other things that are gonna, we're going to talk about over the next 365 days. Um, or, because I'm going to do the po this podcast is only weekly, over the next 52 weeks. Um, so one of the big things is, um, a lot of our emotions can come from what we eat. Um, 
So we'll go into diet, we'll be going into finances, we'll be going into all sorts of different areas of your life and seeing how we can um, best utilize um, the tools we have to make good choices. Um, and uh, another thing, of course, coming from the health coach perspective is that um, I'm going to be sharing a, you know, it's hard because everybody's on a different continuum of um, where they are in life. I mean, there's people who are like struggling to make ends meet. They can hardly pay their rent. Um, you know, they, the food they put on their table is what they can afford, which is, um, you know, you know, could be, uh, you know, they could be going to cross to get their food. So there's a lot of different ways that people, um, and then there's the people that are, you know, you know, live in a nice house and they have great jobs and, you know, they can afford to eat better and different things. And so, um, so we're all on a continuum, um, not only in regards to financial continuum, but also in a social emotional continuum, in a health continuum. Everything is a continuum. So there's not, not all of us are coming to this podcast being in a certain place. And that's the great thing about this podcast is you're, you know, that's okay if we're on one end or the other. We're going to work through it and hopefully we'll find our way um, through it and be in a better place than we were um, today. It doesn't mean that we're not in a good place today. We could be in a really great place today and be in an even better place um, at the end of the year or you know, maybe we're struggling right now and we'll get to that place later. So there's going to be a couple different segments in this show. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, you know, our emotional stressors. We're going to talk about ways that we can relax. Um, we're going to talk about um, healthier choices. And, you know, oftentimes I find um, I'm a stress eater. So if I'm super stressed out about something, I'm going to eat a lot more. And depending on what's available to me in that moment will determine um, what I want, uh, what I end up eating. So, uh, you know, if there's a bag of Cheetos sitting right in front of me and I'm super stressed out, um, I will be eating that bag of Cheetos. So, um, for that reason, I do not keep Cheetos in my house. Um, but there are healthier options. I mean, Cheetos, yeah, they're delicious, right? Those food scientists sure know how to get us to eat these things. So, um, I will, you know, be sharing a healthier option um, so say there's food, you know, you get the Cheetos, so then I'm going to share a healthier option of Cheetos or something similar to Cheetos that you could eat instead of that, which, um, would still meet your need in that moment. Um, but also give you a little bit more of a health benefit and maybe not, um, give you as many, um, setbacks in life, I guess. Um, I'm going to talk about all sorts of things in this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn a lot. It's going to be a learning experience. But one of the things that I really want to do is um, take information from other, uh, from listeners. So like, say you had a, a stressful moment. Um, somebody was tailgating you. Someone sped past you. You almost got in a car accident. Um, you had a hard day. Tell us a little, if you want to email me about that day, 
Um, then that's um, that segment where I talked about my day will be about their day. Now I'm not gonna say their name, but it'll be our um, our learning lesson of the week to go through and just um, show empathy for one another, but also um, show that you know we all have hard days and. Um, it's okay and we all support each other and and we really should support each other I feel like we've come into a point in our lives where um, social media is like our main way that we communicate with other people um, I'm certainly am guilty of this simply because of my career choice I am a you know in-home daycare provider and a, um, a health coach so I work for my house so I don't go out to an office and see people every day I am um, I mean I I spend a good portion of my life with children, so um, even though they are people, they aren't able to have the conversations um, that I, you know, like to have. They're not going to understand uh, a conversation that I'm having like this, that I'm talking to you through. Um, and the other thing is, I feel like um, we're in a society where, like, there is a lot of fundraising going on. There's a lot of GoFundMe pages. There's a lot of fundraisers. And I think that it's hard for people to feel like they're going to make a difference. Like, oh, so there's a fundraiser for this and there's a fundraiser for that. And um, I think it's also hard because people may not have the money to be able to support in that way. Um, so, like, they kind of stay away or don't say anything or... Maybe they feel like they're not an important part of this person's life, and so they couldn't possibly make a difference, so it doesn't really matter anyway. And um, going back to that event that I did on Saturday, um, it really, um, I think that a lot of people just think that somebody else is going to be there. Somebody else is going to um, support them, so I don't need to, and that's not true, I think that if you see your friend, and they are struggling, or they have a GoFundMe page, or their child is sick, or they are sick, then you should step up and actually call up and talk to them, um, I think that we live in a world where nobody wants, feels comfortable being there for people when they're ill, or it just makes them uncomfortable, or they don't want to think about it, I don't really know the reason why, but I've come to conclude that we, if you have a friend, be there for them. If they have an event, try and get there. I know that life is really busy, but in the end, I think that being supportive to your friends is, and family is very, very important. With all that being said, we are going to... Um, we're coming to the end of the podcast for this time. Um, in the future, we're going to be doing a lot of goal setting, um, working on different areas of our life, and of course, having empathy for one another. Um, with the, We got high fives, and we have our um, struggling moments as well. So um, if you want to hit me up at my email at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com um, to send me um, any information you want me to um, any questions you have any happy awesome things that's happened to you or anything that um, maybe isn't so great or you're feeling down and blue and you just need some support um, happy to do that too um, again that's 
mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, all at Balanced Dory Ann, um, Dory spelled D-O-R-I, um, for more information and more uh, about my health coaching business. Um, so I want to say um, I hope that you have a wonderful start to your 2018. Happy New Year. I hope many blessings come your way. And I look forward to spending the next 365 days with you. Thank you very much. Namaste.